0: Dr. Ruth Anderson here for a very special event with Carol Ann Cross. This is about companionship and protection from the dragons. So Carol Ann has provided for us a couple of shows on dragons in the past, and we're taking that a step further. Carol Ann, thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, thank you for inviting me, Ruth, and and for us to be able to share the stories and the messages of the dragons, because they've been with us for so long, and now they're just really making their presence thought, felt and letting us know exactly why. They're here to help us and and as it said, to be our protectors and our companions. So and our God our guide. You know, we know we have this massive team of the angels and 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 our spirit guides and everybody, but the dragons and the elementals are an important part of our team as well.
0: And I was telling Carolyn before we got started here, in meditation, probably five times this week, I have had dragons dragon energy in those meditations and the messages that i have been receiving are the same messages that Ann has been asked to share with us so what amazing validation uh, (laughs) the energy of the Mm -hmm. dragons and the and the spirit with which they are coming to protect and be companions so it's Mm -hmm. beautiful validation so Thank you. It
1: is It's. it's it is amazing validation. And, and it's all, as we were discussing, it's all about trust and believing in ourselves and knowing that we have the amazing support there for us.
0: Exactly. So I'm just going to get out of your way, Carol Ann, and let you share what you'd like to share.
1: Okay. Thank you for that, Ruth. And thank you everybody for being here and joining us today. As we were saying, the um, dragons are just making themselves so in our almost in our faces in some ways saying, you know, listen to me, listen to me, because this is an important time for Earth's ascension, for all of our ascension, and it's just they are on this amazing wavelength that they can do things that our angels can't do in that they can go down into the various dimensions and into the wavelengths so that they can transmute any stuck energy and let's be honest we all have this stuck energy that we've been carrying with us for many years because we didn't know any different but also we were waiting for this time this time in our beautiful planet's ascension and the dragons, I was reading an interesting article um, the other day talking about how the dragons have been here because they helped to get the planet here. You know, the, the, um, the earth dragons, they sort of grounded and they brought in the, the, the solidarity of the earth. And the air dragons brought in the air and the wind. And the water dragons brought in the water. And the fire dragons came in and burnt out all of the things that we didn't need, that Mother Earth didn't need when she was birthed. And when we stop and think about the dragons, they've been given, you know, some bad publicity over the years. And and now I think we're all starting to understand how important they are and how much they can assist us in our everyday life. And one of the things that... You know, is also important is that as the consciousness of our planet rises more and more high frequency dragons are being attracted to earth and they're coming in to help us with our transition to the golden age and so for example at the moment and I was I went to a sort of a group meeting a little while ago and when there's these group ceremonies or spiritual gatherings the the dragons will surround that circle they will put a circle around it and they will hold the energy and make sure it's maintained at the right vibration and the right dimensional frequency and so that's really important because there have been sort of some ups and downs and and negativity happening. So if they can hold the energy, so if you're having um, a group meeting or, you know, you're having some friends around even, just for any reason whatsoever, you can always ask the uh, the dragons to come and to be there, to to transmute and to, to keep any negativity outside. You don't want it where you are and so we need to realize how they can be here supporting us in so many ways and so often with everyday things within our life and I find at the moment I'm calling on my dragons more and more um, even for things like if I'm, I'm looking for something and I need it And I sort of start to go into a little bit of a, not quite a panic, but where is it? I have to have it. I have to have it. And then I stop and I think, and then I call on the dragons. I can call on the angels as well. But at the moment, I'm I'm really in dragon energy. And so I'm calling on the um, dragons to support me. And they are, they're amazing. They're just here. As I said, they're our companions and they're our friends. And And they're always ready to help and protect us. And the important thing is they have such a big heart. And their big heart is what is sending the love. And that's what's connecting with you because you can feel their heart energy and they can feel yours. And this is why we each have at least one dragon who is our personal companion and dragon But there's others who are all around who are supporting us and helping us at all times. And and one of the um, exciting things I like at this moment is because we know so many things are happening to the planet. And so the dragons are linked to all of the elements because, you know, they're earth, water, fire and air. But they're also linked with the elementals. And I really love working with the elementals because the elementals are helping to keep the harmony of the planet going at this time. And I believe that the elementals and the dragons, when we're working with them, they can help us with um, the climate change. We have, as, as a human race, and I don't want to get political, but we have done some damage. So what? To me, I think I need to do all that I can to help resurrect that. And if by working with the dragons and the elementals, then that to me is a big step. And if we can all do our own little part when we work with the elementals, it's not necessarily saying I'm doing this for a specific reason. We're doing it because we love our beautiful mother Gaia and we want her to live to her full her full beauty and her full the, the the choices and the things that she gives us each and every day she gives us so much each and every day and and I think to me this is part of my gratitude each day is thanking Gaia for all that she provides for us and, and for keeping us in balance so what I thought I would do today is I will talk to you about each of the groups of uh, dragons so Obviously, we have the four, the air, the water, the earth, and the and the fire. So I'll talk to you about that. And then I'm going to tell you who are the elementals that work with each of those areas because they are so important as well. It's like um, a jigsaw puzzle, isn't it, really? These are all parts of the jigsaw puzzle of our life or another way of thinking about it is a thread on the tapestry of life, our lives and Mother Gaia's life and all those who live on this beautiful planet. So just thinking about the water dragons. So the water dragons can help you to flow around challenging situations or people. So by that, you know, don't get caught up in the emotion of water. Use the water emotion to overcome those challenging situations or people. And and the, the water dragons, they look after the big bodies of water, the lakes, the seas and the oceans. But it's interesting to think they can live in the tiniest little thing, like a puddle of water. You know, you could be walking along after the rain and splash your feet into the puddle of water, which the child in me loves to do. And there could be a dragon in there. And and all of the water elements could be in there as well. So, and that we need to think of the fact that there is a lot of water and fluid within our bodies. And so, what can happen is that we need as we let go of the negativity, then the dragons keep the Christ light energy flowing through our bodies. And the more that we let go of the negativity and the things that are stuck within our lives, then the more easily the dragons can cleanse ourselves because that's part of what the the water dragons do. And the water dragons share with us the ability of intuition and psychic abilities. Because they can dive deep into a situation and they can get to the bottom of this problem that we have, this situation that we might be in. There's something that's causing us a problem. So they can dive deep in and they can help to clear that area and teach us that sometimes it's best to let go. Let go of things that are worrying you. Let go of things that you can't change. So just let go of it. Go with the flow. Resist the temptation to be resistant. That's a big mouthful, isn't it? And just surrender. So just let it be. So don't hang on to these stuck areas. Let the water dragons help to flush that away. And and then they will... They will help to clear our vision because also, very excitedly, they can also touch our third eye and they can help us to increase our psychic and clairvoyant abilities when we relax and we let go. It's just amazing what support we have and assistance from the dragons. So stop fighting resistance, stop fighting problems, just let it go, relax and take yourself out of life's hustle and bustle. Turn into an observer and contemplate life instead. So dragons can also, water dragons can also be talented counsellors helping us with relationships because just as we can we can talk to our guardian angels and ask them to communicate with another person's guardian angel. We can do the same with the dragons and the water dragons being all about emotion, they can help with the emotions that we may have with somebody else. They can help us to sort that out because you know they can bring harmony into our relationships. but we just need to ask them to pour the golden Christ light and love over us. That's what an important aspect I don't think I mentioned before. We have to ask the dragons to assist us. They can't step into our lives. They don't have the free will to step into our lives. They are here to support us. So just as we have to with the angels, asking the angels for support, and guidance, we need to do the same with the dragons. So the water dragons, they're the keepers of the fifth dimensional records of the sea. And part of their role is to keep the sacred geometry in the waters. And to me, I think that's really exciting because I love to think about the oceans and the the dolphins and the whales and I like to think that the sounds that the dolphins and the whales sing is the song of Mother Earth, the song of harmony and peace. And when you stop and think that the water dragons are bringing in the sacred geometry and that's also assisting the waters and it's assisting the whales and it's all of the sea creatures So, you know, it's massive when we stop and think what these beautiful, beautiful elementals, because they are elementals, but the dragons can assist us. So, and the water dragons are the only dragons who can't breathe fire, which I think is really interesting. They can still blow the etherical smoke if we need to clear a situation, but they cannot breathe fire so that's just a little little hint about that so the elementals who work with the water dragons the water elementals they're the sprites and the water divas and the mermaids and all of these beautiful in inverted commas mythical beings from the water because there's so many of them that we've heard in legends But, you know, they're really, they're really elementals. And the water elementals, they are the guardians of the bodies of water. They influence tides and climate, and they work on cleansing bodies of water. So they keep the energy of love flowing within the water. So when you think about the elementals and the the water elementals and the water dragons working together, they, they do a massive, they have a massive role. And how blessed are we to have that? So I don't know if you want to say anything in between each of these, Ruth, because I know you had your own experience with the water divas. And I thought that was beautiful.
0: I absolutely have had amazing experiences with the water divas, the water sprites, have not experienced mermaid energy yet so if that's something that you've experienced maybe you would like to come on another time and introduce us to the mermaid energy but the um the water energy i think it's so interesting when you said um first of all we have to ask the dragons and i loved when you said to resist the temptation to be resistant i thought that was great (laughs)
1: I love the words that they can put into my mouth. <laughs> I think it's just it just goes to show the messages that they want to get through. Yeah. Yeah, well, and the fact that they can't
0: breathe fire. So that's that's just interesting to me. So I guess I'm curious to hear about the other ones as well. Yeah. they have thoroughly enjoyed the water, water dragons.
1: Well, that's great. All right. Well, we'll have a have a little discussion now about the, the fire dragons because I think everybody can relate to dragons and fire. So the interesting things about the water dragons is that if you ask them, they can create a wall of fire around you. Now remember, this is ethereal fire, it, it's not actual real fire as we know it, because sometimes These are also the ones that are working when you have group meetings and things like that coming down and putting the protection around. And so they can protect you like that. The other thing the fire dragons can do for you personally is burn up any negativity that might be in your chakras. Because if you, people are going, undergoing learning and new skills and lessons in their spiritual pathway... Sometimes in our chakras, we can get this little bit of negativity because we're unsure or, or we're questioning or a lot of light workers are very sensitive and so they're very open. So you could be going and you could be learning things and unknowingly, you are picking up negative energy from someone else who may be there. So by having your fire dragons there with you, they can be burning up that negativity before it has a chance to come into your aura or into your energy field or into your chakras. Because sometimes when we're doing something and learning a new skill or learning a new um, lesson, Sometimes we are so open, we don't think to put about some protection. And, and you know, I, I learned that lesson many years ago, and it was a really hard lesson for me to learn. But I did overcome it uh, with the help of my guides and my angels. And at the time, I knew I had another energy there, but I didn't exactly know it was one of my dragons. So they can come in and they can help to clear that. And when we can do a a meditation, we can ask them to clear out all of our chakras, Um, just like we can in any um, ordinary meditation on our chakras. But if we have the fire to burn out the negativity, then that is an excellent cleansing that we can have. Um, We'll be doing a meditation later on, but it's not a chakra one, but I think it's going to support us with all of these. So um, when we're in doubt about something, say something that you may have heard or your experience and you're confused about it or unsure about how you can relate to that, you can just ask the fire dragons to enter your energy fields and burn away anything that you do not need. Because remember, you have to ask, but they're also here to support you. And so unfortunately, not everybody comes from the same place as we do. And that's fine because we're all on our own journey and what might work for one person might not work for everybody else. So you don't need to take on any negative. You don't need to doubt because even if you do it when you're coming home or later in the night, you can burn off that energy. You can get rid of that energy that um, that could worry you later on. So they have amazing clearing energies and qualities. And this is one of the reasons we used to always burn candles during ceremonies. When we would have a meditation group or we would have any kind of ritual or ceremony, there was always candles there burning. And that was to help transmute the negative energies that could have been coming into the area while you were doing your meditations or your um, your rituals. Is that making sense to you, Ruth? I can see that you're frowning and I just wanted to, to make sure that was making sense. Okay. So the interesting thing too with the fire dragons is the entire element of fire is overseen by Archangel Gabriel. And the archangels have a lot to do with the dragons. And if we have time, we'll have a check, we can talk about that. But Archangel Gabriel has the mon- wonderful quality of purification, because that's what he is all about. It's about purification, that's what he represents. And because fire transmutes negativity, the a- fire dragons overseen by Archangel Gabriel are perfect companions for anyone who's undertaking any challenging spiritual work because we all hold Archangel Gabriel in very high esteem and for him to be looking after the fire dragons and what the work that they do is amazing. So another thing with the fire dragons you can always send the fire dragons into war zones or places where there are combat forces because they can dive into the heavy frequencies and burn them up and i know that when i have been flying on my dragon and we've gone into zones like that we've gone into to areas where there is fighting etc and, and we've gone in and we've, it's just, it's absolutely amazing. We've gone in and, and blown away a lot of that negativity and, and, and bad energy and combat energy. And then after the fire dragons go in, then Quan Yin's dragons come in, the pink dragons, and then they shower the area with compassion and love and I've actually experienced watching the people on the ground looking up into the sky, knowing something is happening, but not knowing what it is, but knowing that something beautiful and peaceful is happening. So we can have so many experiences like this. So, um, so yes. And the other thing to think of is even if your personal dragon's not a fire dragon, that doesn't matter because they will come to anybody who's in need of that part, that element of spiritual assistance. And more and more people are working with the the fire dragons as we transition and the energy on earth intensifies for our ascension. So the elementals who work with the fire element obviously, are the salamanders. So they're the elemental guardians of fire and they're here to control and contain flames. Fire is the most destructive element on the planet and it is their job to ensure the planet's safety from fire. They're found everywhere but are most active underground so they burn away and transmute lower energies so that new can come in and they know how to use the destructive force of fire for good Some fire energy allows for renewal and regrowth and i know that in australia we have bushfires and a large number of our native trees can't regenerate without fire to burn them in the first place. And I know many people have experienced personally fire and and it hasn't seemed like um, a positive um, energy in any way because it's affected them so much personally. But perhaps we need to think of the fact that this has allowed for renewal, restart, regrowth. And because I haven't been affected by that personally, this is, I can only share this, but um, I know that you have, Ruth, been affected personally by fire. So you may not see it in quite the same way um, as I am today, but this is one of the, the reasons that the salamanders are here and the salamanders, they also work with earthquakes and all of
2: those eruptions. So did
1: you want to add anything about fire before we go on?
0: Yes, and I do agree. Um, I, I was impacted. Our home was completely burned to the ground, as was a hundred, I mean I'm sorry, a thousand other homes in our community about 18 months ago. I absolutely do see the renewal and regrowth and rebirth i i absolutely do see that in there um caroline i do have a question how do you know if the dragons you're working with are i can tell if they're water that's very easy for me to tell how do you know if they're fire dragons or earth dragons or air how can
1: you tell ask awesome. them okay so the thing is that the dragons you have your personal dragon but the other dragons will come in and they will help you as you need them so if you're in need of a fire dragon you don't necessarily have to say I need a fire dragon come and come to me fire dragon just call in the dragons and they will know who is needed they will know which element is needed and so I think that, um, you know, it sounds funny to say just ask them, but that's what it's all about. It's it's like us communicating with our angels. It's, it's like us com- communicating with our spirit guides. And I think this is one of the things that I would love for people to be able to set up this communication with not only their own dragon, but any dragons that come to help them in specific situations. Because the more we can communicate with the dragons, with our angels, with our spirit guides, the, the more it helps our spiritual growth. But it also acknowledges to them that we are here, we recognise what they do, we, we appreciate and, and love the support and all that they do for us because this is their role. They're, they're here from God just like all of the other people in our team and so the more that we can can uh, respect and get back to them about all of these elemental basic things in life because silly what we might sometimes think of as silly little things are absolutely massive in the big stream because sometimes we don't we don't see ourselves as someone who's important or you know has a lot to share you know I I can remember for years I used to say who would want to listen to me nobody would want to listen to me and there's the stages that we go through and and it's and so my confidence has been built up and and Dusty my dragon she she is an air dragon and she's all about communication and since I've been walking closer with her This communication that I'm feeling that I'm sharing with everyone has just expanded so much, and so these are the things that can come when we work—not work on, but just express our love. You know, we can just be sitting there and and look up at the sky and see a beautiful cloud, and oh, there's my dragons flying up there, or there's the sylphs or any of those things, and and so it's it's about it helps us to realize yes we're here for a, a to live a physical life for to experience and to learn but we are a soul and we are a spirit and so it's about we have to bring that balance in between the two in our lives and some days that's quite easy to do and some days it's not that easy to do but you know then it's sort of stopping and thinking okay so why is this happening? What What am I learning from this experience? And, and you know, and we will keep experiencing that until we recognise what it is we're needing to learn out of that. And so uh, I think that's that's an exciting part of where we all are in life at the moment.
0: I agree. I do agree. I love, I can't wait to hear about the air dragons and dusty shores. So can I assume that... All dragons
1: fly. Yes, and all dragons walk. They walk, they fly, they swim.
2: So just because you've got a dragon that flies doesn't
0: mean it's an air dragon? No.
1: Okay. I I, I asked my dragon what she was right in the beginning, and she told me she was an air dragon. And she's blue like an air dragon. A lot of air dragons are blue. And so I've known all along, although, you know, one of the things like if you have certain, um, certain uh, signs on the zodiac, like I'm a Scorpio and um, usually Pisces, Scorpio or Cancer will probably have a water dragon. I have an air dragon. Virgos, Taurus or Capricorn will probably have an earth dragon. Gemini, Libra or Aquarius will probably have an air dragon. Aries, Leo or Sagittarius will probably have a fire dragon. And so even though I'm a Scorpio, I have an air dragon. But I know that within me, I'm a very emotional person and I feel that I have a lot of that water energy within me even though um I'm a scorpio so no that that's just a guide you, it not everybody as you just heard is what they what their star sign is so so yeah but air dragons are next
0: okay awesome thank you
1: okay so the exciting thing about air dragons is that they can inspire you and they certainly inspire me They're always ready to to clear away the etheric cobwebs from your home or your mind to create a higher vortex of energy. They control the wind, the flow of the air currents and the atmospheric conditions. They also help birds to migrate and flowers to pollinate. Their domain is the sky, the wind, the clouds. And the element of air is the source of all energy. So sometimes even when you think about an air dragon, you can feel the mental whoosh of their wings as it's blowing out the old and stagnant rubbish in your mind to give you the space in your mind to bring in inspiration, new ideas conceptions and creativity the beautiful air dragons are normally blue and they remind me of the color of the sky and sometimes you can spot a dragon resting comfortably between the clouds and watching us from above I think that's gorgeous I love that and you can see the dragon because it's a sort of a dragon's shaped cloud and I'm seeing more and more dragon-shaped clouds because the condensation is getting built up around the dragon's energy field. And we all enjoy looking at dragon-shaped clouds. And it's sa- the same with angels. You can spot an angel-shaped cloud And that means the angel is watching over you. Air dragons bring us inspiration and lightness and they can lift our spirit. They help us to rise above and see a bird's eye view of our life. And when the troubles that seem so huge to us down here, when we look at it from up there, have the bird's eye view, they're just small things that we need to get on with. We don't need them to impact our lives as much as they have been. And sometimes when we're stuck or feel suffocated, they can bring fresh wind and move things around for us. And that's, that's in a sort of a psychic and spiritual way, but it can move things that we've seen as blockages out of the way. And so they get rid of all this mental rubbish. They blow it away, just like they blow away the mental cobwebs. And the air dragons can help us to remove the veil from in front of our third eye, the veil of illusion. Once again, as always, we need to ask. They can help us with communication. They can help us to talk our truth and to fright, find the right words, to be articulate, inspirational, motivation, motivational, and charismatic. I know that I quite often ask them to help me give, to help give me the right words, because I sometimes get myself muddled up because I want to say so much and I'm trying to get it all out in one go. <laughs> So the air dragon sometimes dances around you and you can sometimes feel a breeze wafting around you there's no breeze in the trees but there's a breeze wafting around you. So the air dragons are also behind storms storm clouds. So when you spot a thick gray cloud of clotted negative energy above the earth that air dragons they race up there along with the unicorns because they've got a job to do so where are we up to i just turned a page and now i and now i lost my page but here i'm back now so the unicorns accompany the air dragons And the reason for that is that they will normally comfort animals that are scared of storms. I haven't talked a lot about unicorns before, and I've only just mentioned them today, so I'm not going to talk a lot about them today, but the unicorns are also elementals. And I was very excited. I saw my first uh, and only unicorn a few years ago. I was doing some healing with a friend. She was not very well at all and um, I was doing some healing on her and I said, just said, there's a unicorn over there in the room and I could actually see it and then when we looked again, it was gone, but I knew that unicorn was there for her healing. So the unicorns are, are very interesting. So the air back to the air dragons, they remind you to appreciate the simplest things in life. And to appreciate the air that we breathe. How long would you be able to stay alive without that air? Not very long. So even when you think about air dragons, take a few deep breaths and feel more relaxed and composed. Because they're thinking of you and it's you recognising how much we need that air. So the air elementals, the elementals who worked with the air dragons are the sylphs. Now, a sylph is similar to a fairy, but it has very large wings and they're almost an angel-like beings. The fairies work with the air dragons and there's a fairy in every flower, in every garden, everywhere. That you go, there is a fairy, and the fairies are here to help us to bring light, love, and laughter into our lives. And I know sometimes that if I just sit outside, I'm aware of the fairies being around. And yesterday, a friend of mine was not well, and um, I was given the message for her that she was out of balance, she wasn't grounded. And she said, oh, I'm going to go and sit out in my garden and then and ground myself. And I said, and also the fairies said they're, they're going to sprinkle fairy dust around you to help you to come back to being who you really are, because you're not yourself at this moment. So yeah, so the fairies and also the elves and, and the elves go are out in the bush and in they're they're just cute little beings who are there. And the elves um they help wounded animals out in the forest, so that's part of their role as well. They're like, they're like little. I was going to say goblins, but they're not like little goblins. They're like little. They're just like cute little little. I can't think of the word. Give me the word. Give me the word. Anyway, they're very cute, and elves are out there, and they they help um, to look after wounded animals. So, all of the elementals as well as the dragons have very specific and amazing roles that they're that are here for us to help us. Do you have anything you want to add to that, Ruth?
0: You know, I am not familiar with sylphs, so I will look that up. I, I haven't heard that word come from anywhere except for you. <laughs> so I almost wonder if it's... Um, are people more comfortable with that term in Australia do you think?
1: I just I have... really I don't really know um because Gabby you know Gabby Forrester who I did the book the series with the workshop series with she had paintings of silks and and I think maybe one thing that you could think of is the fact that you know how sometimes you can see a cloud and it's like wispy cloud. And maybe you know you could think that could be a sylph. um so Diana Cooper is the lady who I learned the majority of um the dragons from. She is amazing. she's English, so um this it's in her books as well. She did when I did the first um dragon workshop with her series with her and it introduced me to the dragons, it just blew me away, the whole, whole thing. So Diana Cooper, she's a, an amazing English lady. So, um, yeah. So that that's who, who Sils are. They're like, they have huge, big wings. So sort of really, their wings are as big almost as their bodies. But oh. um, so, yeah. So Gabby, Gabby talked a lot about silths. So
0: I do know that we have amazing clouds where yeah. we and I am always checking out the clouds and seeing angelic forms or dragon kind of forms so maybe some of what I've been seeing is
1: actually sylphs
0: rather mm-hmm. than necessarily yeah.
1: dragon shapes yeah yeah so just sort of ask look and, and just see it in a different light different way so that's what this is all about is seeing life and and all of the things that happen in our lives in a different way hmm. yeah yeah
0: thank
1: you okay so let's just talk about earth dragons so the earth dragons here to also ground your ideas and bring your plans to fruition they can support your life and illuminate your spiritual journey. They can have a bit of a stocky build. It's really interesting. These are the only dragons that I've heard have a different, slightly different um, description. But that's because they're solid, they're calm, and they're grounded. They look after the mountains, the rocks the stones, and the soil, making sure the soil is rich to give life to plants. And the same as with angels, spotting the angel cloud, um, we can see the dragons as well. So the earth dragons also can create and destroy physical matter because they are the masters of manifestation. So another important task of the earth angels is to maintain the ley lines because the ley lines that are throughout our planet were originally called the dragon lines. And unfortunately, there's lots of blockages preventing the energies from running smoothly along the ley lines. So just like the water dragons, the ley lines within our body are part of the nervous system and they have electrical signals running along them. So, a blockage in a human ley line is like a trapped nerve and it doesn't feel nice. So, we need that blockage to be moved. So, we can ask our earth dragons to help to cleanse the ley lines within our body. Because we, the negative energies that are within our planet, we can sometimes pick those up and absorb them into our own personal, into our body and into our ley lines. So an example of this is um, if there's the, over the years there was some land that maybe had a prison or a hospital or something on where there were lots of negative energy, the land and the ground underneath that building was full of negativity and, and darkness And so the dragons needed to go in and clear that dark energy that was absorbed into the earth. Otherwise, it would affect it for years to come. And this is one of the special gifts that the fire dragons can do. Um, Many years ago, there used to be people who had a gift to understand and to work with this energy, with the land, um, and they would position stones on a field to redirect the bad energies away from the field so that it could come back to life and grow plants and buzz with insects and bees, etc. But there's a much better way. You can just ask the earth angel, uh, the earth dragons to clear the field because this I like to think of them as like being the the big tractors and the big, big bulldozers you know clearing all of that negative energy away and because the line lay lines are so important um, in the land just as in our body I know personally I had a lady who could read the land many years ago and she told me about land lay lines that were blocked on our block of land and she used crystals to clear the land the lines and the crystals they're the crystal guardians, they're elementals as well. And so these crystal elementals help to clear the blockages. I had one garden I couldn't grow anything in, I couldn't grow a vegetable in, I couldn't grow a flower in. And after the treatment with the crystals, it's a beautiful garden now. And so Nowadays, I would call on my earth the the earth dragons to go in and clear the ley lines. But at that time, because it was probably about ten years ago now, I didn't know anything about the dragons, and I didn't know about the earth dragons and what they could do. So, you know, if we can keep sending them in to these areas to clear any negativity from the the ley lines, I think that that's such a an important Role for them and just imagine areas where there has been combat zones or something you know if we can get them to go in and clear the ley lines as well as clear the the and transmute the negative energies how powerful is that it's just it's just amazing that 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 and I believe that this is why the dragons are coming back in force now since 2012, 2012, I mean, the, the portals opened and the etheric dragons just started pouring onto the planet. And I believe that this is part of the reason and they're still coming because as more and more of us become aware of their energy and what they can do because they can't just go in there and do that without us asking them to do it. And so I think it's so important that we connect with the dragons to do all of these things. So the elementals who, um, who work with the earth dragons are the gnomes, the pixies, the crystal beings or the crystal guardians, the stone beings, the wood nymphs and the brownies, because all of these elements have life within them. And so we just need to become aware of that. Because the earth elementals look after the soil. The gnomes maintain the physical structure of the earth and help us to tune into the earth's energies. And the fairies are the guardians of the plants and the flowers. And an important thing about the elves, this is why I couldn't get out before what I was trying to say the elves connect us through, we connect with us through the heart chakra, because they're the keepers of the ancient knowledge. And so we could sit down and have a chat to an elf. How
2: amazing would that be? I'm sort
1: of aware of our time, Ruth. So are we okay for time? Because I've just got a little bit more to say, and then I would like to do a meditation if we have the time.
0: You may take all the time you want, Caroline. I just keep taking notes and notes and notes. So So
1: did you have anything you want to say about the earth dragons?
0: I do have a question. I'm not familiar with the difference between pixies and brownies. Can you,
1: is there a Difference I, I think it's just. I think they're probably exactly the same. It's just different terminologies, as you said, in different countries, and also um, in years gone by, they may have been called pixies and or brownies or whatever. Um, I just see them as being very similar, um, and they're all working together. So I can't give you a definition in between them I just I just think they're all just they're actually just all these little critters are dancing around at the moment so yeah they're just saying here we are here we are here we are (laughs) pay attention to me okay
0: excellent and fairies is there a difference like fairies fly but pixies and brownies don't or do they all fly or
1: that's a good point yeah no the pixies and the brownies don't fly so but the fairies do fly so yeah okay thank you this is it it's 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 like the dragons are all unique um, the elementals are all unique and we're all unique and so you know that that's um, that's that's just how amazing is it that we're all here I I just it sometimes I it just blows me away really
0: right and I do know Carol Ann that in my team of guides I Mm -hmm. have three gnomes yeah and so it's been interesting in my spiritual journey to see when they show up and what it is that they're going to do and they have a very different personality than than the angels or the other guides they 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 are power packed
1: with <laughs> little bundles of dynamo.
0: <laughs> they are. And they often bring a shovel. So whether they're helping me to cover something up or dig a new pathway or something, they always have a shovel.
1: That's really exciting. I think that's gorgeous. They're fun. All yeah. right. So did sorry, was there another thing you want to add?
0: No, I was going to say, please add what you want. And then if you want to take us through an experience, that would be fabulous.
1: Okay. So what I wanted just to say was, um, so how do we work with the dragons? We've talked about that for the last little bit of time. But um, the thing is, yes, we have to ask for their help, but you will receive that help if it is for your highest good or for the highest good of the other people who or who are involved or whatever is involved because just like the angels they can only do god's work for the highest good they cannot hurt or harm anyone you yes, know they might be able to blow fire and do all of those things but they can't harm anybody or hurt anybody so everything always has to be for the highest good Another way we can work with our dragons is that um, if you have nightmares or you have bad dreams or you have a child perhaps who has a bad dream, you can ask the fire dragons to accompany you when you sleep to protect you so they can then burn up any lower frequencies before your spirit passes through them so with a child you would naturally not be talking about it with fire you would just say that the dragon is there to protect them and look after them and and to hold their hand or to cuddle them or to reassure them but you know i think it's really exciting because people who do astral travel sometimes they they may get to somewhere that they're not sure about so by asking your dragon to go with you your fire dragon or a fire dragon or any dragon to go with you they can support you and protect you which i think is is really really important and another little thing is is like without without with the fairies um the fairies like that they like little little shows of affection and 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 bright sparkly things and so I read somewhere once that you can leave little sugary things out for the fairies. Well, I don't do that because they want to attract ants and, and, and various physical things. So yesterday I was clear, clearing up and I found all of this beautiful rose quartz energy um, crystals and they were big chunky bits, you know, like about this big. And, and so the next thing in my ear I heard put us in the garden because I've got an area with white pebbles. So I went out and I put them in the garden in in with the pebbles and placed them all around. And, yes, they said they were happy with that. And then they said, in your laundry, you have a jar of marbles. Bring some marbles out and scatter the marbles out with the, with the crystals. And so I scattered the marbles out and they said, now we can play marbles. And 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 I just I just thought, wow, how exciting is this? And and but it was about the communication. The crystals, the crystals spoke to me and told me what they wanted to do. And and the fairies spoke to me. And and this is it. When we let go and and we it happens at unexpected times. And so just pay attention. Use our intuition. Tune into them because I think that's that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Acknowledge them. Set up that communication. But, you know,
0: Carol not only did you hear it, but then you acted on what you heard.
1: Yeah, I did. <laughs> I think that's...
0: That's half of the battle, certainly, because sometimes people will hear something, but they just kind of shove it off like, yeah, I didn't really hear that or, you know, but you did it. And I think when we hear things, hear energetic messages, and then we act on them, it sends the message that we are listening, we are responsive and give us more.
1: Yep. Yes. And this is it. It's the communication, isn't it, really? And um, yeah, you know, I could feel their excitement and I was excited. And it didn't matter what anybody else thought. I was happy and, and they were happy. And that was that was what it was all about. So so yeah. So I'd like to um do a little meditation now and um take everybody on a little bit of a journey. So Just make yourselves comfortable. Close your eyes and take a couple of long, slow,
2: deep breaths. Let your breath take you deeper and deeper. Just relax.
1: Sense a beautiful, shimmering blue air dragon flying close to you.
2: Feel its energy. Feel the love that it has for you. And know that as you breathe, the air dragon is helping you to take in more source energy. Feel the pure white source light bathing yourselves. Breathe the air-dragon energy into your third eye, inspiring you. Breathe
1: the air-dragon energy into your throat chakra, lighting up the truth of who you are.
2: Breathe the air dragon energy into your heart, filling your heart chakra with love.
1: Sense at this moment that your aura is sky blue and pure shimmering
2: white. You are relaxed, and you feel the air dragon flying around you. Take a moment to decide what the next step in your life. Is going to be. What is it that you want next in your life? You can feel more and more
1: beautiful blue air dragons circling around you, around the room that you are
2: in, cleansing and purifying the air. They are creating a vortex of energy around you. You're breathing this beautiful blue and white light into your heart center. One of the air dragons is inviting you to ride on its back. You climb on and feel totally safe and relaxed. Together, you are rising up and breaking through into a higher dimension. From here, you can see
1: or sense the challenges you must meet to achieve achieve this next step.
2: Your air dragon is inspiring
1: you now So that when it is appropriate, you will speak the most tactful, courageous and healing
2: words. As you receive the energy to stand in your power with wisdom. Your air dragon takes you to float over your dream as if you have already achieved it. You know your air dragon is there to give you all the assistance that you need. The air dragon brings you back to where you started this journey. You climb off and you thank it for your, its assistance. The air dragon is there beside you as you come back into the here and the now. Take a deep breath of the beautiful air. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes. Caroline,
0: your dragons never disappoint. They <laughs> always show. May I just share with you what I experienced? So, my dragon showed up, which is apparently a fire dragon, which I didn't know that, but now I do. And you had mentioned the dragon in the blue with the blue. Well, my fire dragon had on like a blue suit, like. Tape. <laughs> And But I knew it wasn't an air dragon because there were two air dragons there with us. And I knew mine, but mine wanted to be very much a part of this activity. And so then immediately just flying all over. But when you mentioned the vortex, it was fascinating to me because we, we went up and this vortex led to a different dimension. Mm-hmm. and in that dimension it was like wall-to-wall Elementals mm-hmm. it, it was it was, <laughs> it was like they were just waiting for us to call on them mm-hmm. and I thought well so how is it that sometimes you'll see elementals in this dimension if they're all hanging out over there in this other dimension so my brain was just trying to figure that out for but I've never seen that many elementals in one space before. Wow. Kind of waiting, kind of hanging out. So that was fascinating. Thank you so much.
1: Good. it's great. I'm glad. Well, I suppose they're in all of the, the dimensions, aren't they, really? Because there's people in all of the dimensions and, yeah, the mind boggles with all of it. But I'm glad that you got to see them all. That's exciting.
0: Yes but the energy definitely was different from yeah. earth ones to the fire one so yeah thank you i was so glad i got to experience that
1: good well i think that that that's probably going to be it for today so because let's face it we could talk on forever but <laughs> you no know, we need to stay some for another show
0: Perfect. Well, Carol Ann, if folks are curious about you and want to know more about you or how to connect with you, how should they find you?
1: Well, I'm on Facebook. So just have to look up Carol Ann Cross, Um, obviously on Enlightened World Network. So there's a lot of Carol Ann Cross there and um, Angel Heart Radio. So if you type in, um, there is a website, um, angellight777.com but if you just type in um, angel heart radio carolan cross it'll take you to all of my meditations etc
0: excellent thank you so much and this has this has been so rich and so full i feel like i've been sitting at the feet of the master <laughs> Pages and pages of notes. (laughs) So, thank you so very much for doing this for us. And, friends, thank you for being here at Enlightened World Network. Don't forget to relax and enjoy and find some of the lightheartedness of life, which certainly is represented with the elementals. So, take good care, friends. God bless. We'll see you all soon.
1: See you soon. Thank you very much, Ruth. Lots of love to you and Enlightened World Network. Thank you.